Welcome to Discretion Advised. I am Mark McNamara, and this is Gwen Stefani. Look at this Gwen Stefani hollaback girl <laughs> outfit he has on. Straight from Harajuku. John Hill. What the fuck? Quiet on we the start side. recording, and Cameron opens a can of Yuhu. <laughs> um, I am feeling fresh off the streets of Parisian Fashion Week, um, aka the Paris, Paris, Texas. <laughs> Listen to him. Can you, like, as if we, he knows very well that what do we have this year? Microphones. <laughs> um, all right. Welcome back. I mean, welcome to the show. Now he's quiet, quiet on set. Yeah, joking. <laughs> quiet Sorry, on set. Between, between me and you. <laughs> Let's get present. Okay. I Today get we're going to talk about. And I want to, like, no, hold my hand. Oh. And just like take a minute okay, to Okay, this nails, he has still not had a manicure. Oh my God, that's from fake tanner. It's not doo-doo. I just have brown. Listen, the rest of my fingers no, are just straight up dirty under the nails. The middle finger and the ring finger, my right finger, are brown in the cuticles. Do you have sometimes. time today to go across the street with me and just get a little? If we, it's, yeah, I actually do. Yeah. I, would, I really need it bad. It's, we're going to the <laughs> hospital is what it looks like we need to go. Reset. Yes, <clears> I'm <throat> present with you. I'm just going to cover want... the tips. <laughs> I want acrylic. Bacteria is crawling. I'm going to get acrylic. I'm going to get fucking press on. Okay, go ahead, press on. I want to get present with you, and I want to just. I want our. I I know they're there. You know, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) What lies beneath? Put your pulse on my pulse. No wrist to wrist. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton says. Look, I have a tattoo right there. If you put your wrists, go wrist to wrist with someone, your Mm -hmm. heartbeats will start to go in sync. And so I really want to sync up with you. Just close your eyes for one second and breathe. This is the beauty of being in person for season three of Discretion Advice, the podcast. You really which get that now. time, love, and tenderness. I said I loved you, but I lied. <laughs> Listen, that's what happens when a man loves a woman. <laughs> to really love a woman. <laughs> said I loved you, but I lied. All right, speaking of Michael Bolton, today we're talking all about... Oh, I don't about feel a heartbeat. I don't feel a pulse at all. Sorry. I don't feel a pulse. Michael Bolton uh, is touring. No, I don't know if he's touring, but we are today. We're going to be talking all about touring, what that entails. You have been nonstop on your uh, wellness check, so hopefully as soon you will be well, but we're still checking. Um, I have been traveling the world making porn, and then we have Bianca Del Rio, drag queen extraordinaire, who is about to embark on her new tour, Dead Inside. So we're going to talk to her, and then coming up after that, I'm going to give you some sex advice for content creators who are on tour, and then we're gonna end things with Cameron Sheets from Queer Tea. So that's what's coming up next. John, how are you? I'm great. My first job was a tour, uh, the national tour of Miss Saigon, uh, the Broadway production of that show, and I toured all around. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing I don't now? know. Um, no, Cameron's looking at our levels. He's I making think Cameron's sure, horny. He's making sure they're all, okay. I also wanna just give a shout out. Uh, ever since you launched me on the red carpet at the famous Las Vegas Gavians, I've been on a fashion journey, and you can't really... No need to readjust your screen. <laughs> <laughs> Did my ball come out? I smelled it. <laughs> <laughs> he did go into my closet and pick that out. Needless to say, I have never worn this because it doesn't do the justice that you do it with. Um, but I'm glad you are the first uh, person, and I can't wait to sniff the G-string after. Mark, Where is the G-string on your whereabouts? It's on the side of the 
You're like Jay-Z, you just slip the panties to the side It's and got time to take the drawers off. It's in the area of my crotch known colloquially as the gooch. Oh, honey, she's gooch. It's in my gooch. So yeah, my first job was a tour. Uh, I went all around the country and that's kind of my first professional job was how I, that's how I was introduced to um, performing and so I kind of never stopped and now that I'm yeah, I'm back on the road. I thought it might be fun to throw out some American cities and see what the first memories or association you have with those cities would be. And you can do the same for me. Maybe we can go back and forth, just throw them out. Okay. Okay, um, Philly. Never been. Oh. This is going great. Honolulu. I went for my friend's wedding, and we stayed in a, uh, like a the Disneyland type of Hilton where there was a Benihana on the ground floor. There, it was just like mm -hmm. a... It, it's the we might as, Hilton we there, might, right by Diamond Head. We might as well have not even been in Hawaii. because it It's this, a compound. Yeah. It's a giant compound of buildings mm -hmm. with like their own little village and beach. And I filmed, um, I filmed in Honolulu once and we took a submarine that left from the Hilton and went down into the ocean so I could get some underwater shots because I was too scared to... I, we, we went in a submarine. Not an ocean star. We didn't do the Titanic, but we something similar. Miami. Um. Oh my God. Miami is where I go to get my heart broken. Oh my God. Yeah. I, you? I'm actually going there for. I I had my first one night stand in Miami. I was on tour with Miss Saigon, and I hooked up with a guy who was on the national tour of Chicago, um, or Fosse maybe, and we met at Twirl Twist, which Twist. is a Twirl Twist. Mm -hmm. And it was also the first time I ever saw someone masturbating in public. There was just a guy at the bar like with his dick out, and I was like, oh my god. And then um, meeting this kid from- But we didn't meet that night. <laughs> uh, love at first sight, though. Um, me and this kid um, hooked up, and I fell asleep while he was riding me. That's the falling asleep moment. Yeah. Was, okay, that's a good. One I was Miami. tired. I was in Miami, and I had I had had like alcohol, and I was so exhausted. Um. Anyway, you okay? The other month when we did do the Gavians, you flew home on Spirit. Now <sighs> I have never flown Spirit because it terrifies me because I'm scared of flying. So I need like I need something that I'm familiar with. So that's why I'm a I keep a Delta gal because yeah. I know. They let you know when you're gonna crash. Spirit, I don't think they let you know because the problem with Spirit, it's like I feel they're not really there to help you. And I think that's because like when you buy a ticket, you also had to pick up like an eight hour shift at right. Spirit. So that's why like no one knows anything. Yeah. They're just like on standby passengers. They're facilitating you traveling where you need to travel to. They're not um providing a service. They're facilitating something mm -hmm. you're going to do yourself. You're going to fly from Vegas to LA and we'll facilitate you getting there. We'll, we'll push the, the, uh, the up button on the plane, but <laughs> no one's flying the plane. Is you know there, I mean? are there, are there flight attendants? I will say the flight was not bad at all. Really? It was fine. Like was I've flown fine. European spirit airlines. Like I've flown EasyJet and Julian and Ryanair, but I've never blown a spirit. There are flight attendants, so they come through and like give you a nut. Come through, give me a nut. They, I don't remember anyone. I don't remember anyone on the plane. I Have you flown spirit, Cameron? Yeah. And what did they provide? I haven't flown in years. It was not that bad, but it, um, it, yeah, it was not that bad, but 
it was only 40 minutes, 35 minutes, and I, it's more the people, no offense. It was more the people around me were people who were maybe on their, they only had maybe a month to live. Because you're was, coming from Vegas. Yeah. Everyone like, has lost their money. Bleak, bleak. And so they fly home spirit they, as you did. They, they, they were filled with regret. And they were, you know, oh, I shouldn't have done that trip. I shouldn't have, shouldn't have done, and it was just a lot of bleak, bleak energy. And people who maybe had never been, uh, traveled before. And that's why they had to guard the emergency exits, because they know this is like... Jump out. That's why they call it spirit. Yeah. Just, yeah. I had, when I, when I checked in, now we're boring him, when I no. checked in for the flight, I had, for the first time, I never noticed that, a digital ID. I got so, that. But... Anybody with my phone then can just get on this flight because I didn't have to show ID once. I just here's your phone. It Are says you clear? ID. Yeah. That's it's it's that it's it's that it's clear. Oh, so they look at my eyes. Yeah, you did very you bio identified. But no, there's also a separate line. You can do clear. You can do clear pre-check, and then there is now at JFK there's right. a totally separate line for digital ID where you don't go through the clear. That's the clear up. The you've been clear, and then you upgraded to that thing, whichever you upgraded on, which mm -hmm. I did too. It's yeah. It, like everyone will eventually get to that. It's within the clear system though. But even though no one took my biometrics, you could like. You probably did it. Like, did you? I got a notification, this is so boring, I got a notification from Clear and said, hey, we're all updating to biometrics. It was an email, I clicked, sure, right. and that was it. Now you have a green thing that says bio ID or whatever, it's... I think they're separate. Okay. But that's okay. I have, um, I have everything possible and I haven't heard of that. As you're sleeping in my bed this week, can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you sleep naked? Do you sleep with clothes on? I just want to know what kind of footage I'm getting. Uh, I, no matter where I am, I sleep with no shirt and no pants, but always with shorts and no socks. Like underwear or shorts, boxers. Really? Yeah. Are they loose? Is it a let loose? Last night, I did not let loose. It was a brief. It was the briefs that I had worn on Spirit Airlines. Really? You haven't changed? And I don't plan on it. Well, I don't, like, I can't sleep in clothes. Like, it feels like I'm being suffocated. No, oh, can I, I even? Because the, the, when the killer comes. Uh-huh. They're going to want to see out. me naked. I don't care what the killer sees. I'm trying to stay alive. And I don't want to run out into the street with, I mean, I'll run out to the street with my underwear on, but I need to have a modesty panel across my gooch. No, I feel like if you're naked, then the killer's going to see you and is going to go for a second. Oh, maybe. And that'll give you, that's your second. Yeah, but like, won't that give them a second to be like, hmm? It's, it's, I don't think about the killer when I sleep because I sleep with a pit bull, so she's got me covered. Yeah, no, but I, she sleeps on top of it. But I have to sleep naked. This guy that I was talking to, am talking to, um, he said that he cannot, he has to have like an underwear on because there's too much moisture. Oh, there's too much moisture. moisture. That's what I said. Like, wait, is the moisture coming from the tip or the side? Like, what is causing Typhoon Lagoon? Moisture. Typhoon Poon. No, I, don't need, I don't need my moisture sopped up like a biscuit you know I, I, that's what i'm thinking just put a biscuit in your panties panties are not a biscuit you know i'm too much moisture down there well i'm white and dry so i'm dry as a like, freaking a deer like there's moisture like balls have moisture but i don't think like who i need are, to sleep with a maxi pad whose balls are wet my balls are dry my balls are are your balls wet or dry cameron always sweating sweating you have sweaty balls always yeah my do you have hairy balls or is there smooth pH, i thought this is about touring <laughs> this is more important this is more important <laughs> tour of our balls um no my balls are perfectly ph balanced they're not dry and ashy i'm kidding but they are certainly not wet 
pH balance for a woman, they're, but made they're for delightfully a piss pig. They're delightfully tacky. You know, oh, like they stick to the side sometimes. Do you ever have to peel them off your leg? Only in the car or a hot um, spirit flight. So in that case, you do have a little typhoon poon. But it's not wet. It's not sweat. I don't need to, you can't, you're not like, oh God, where I need to, you know, pad. Where you need to pad. <laughs> where, or where do you want to go? Where do you personally want to go in 2024? On tour. I want to go to Australia. Okay, that's also on my list. I, I love it. Iceland. I went to Australia with Bianca, who's coming up next. Iceland. You want to go to Iceland? Uh, I want to go to Italy and I want to go to Spain. Can I believe you've never been to Italy? Yeah, I've been everywhere. Have you been to Spain though? Never. Okay, there is a there is this award show called the Grabby's Europe. That's in when is it? Uh, last week of April. Last week of April. So that's coming up next month so maybe we can make that happen where we can come do that the real question is Why? how do we i say scam lovingly how do we okay we won't say scam how do i uh, um encourage a falcon naked sword to let me go let us go together mm-hmm. on a trip to say the grabbies um so i can go for work and it's not just like me cocking around the globe I think I, will provide I think just, just like Fidel, we have to be invited. Okay. So this is our plea to the Grabbies Europe. Hi, I'm Mark McNamara. I'm John Hill. And we would like to come. Uh, and we'll do your red carpet. I'm sorry, our Gavian coverage was queef lit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I meant to chef's kiss, but I went, and that was a queef. <laughs> But a small one. We promised to get all the air out before the show in Spain. The flight. We're not flying Spirit, though. We're not going to Spirit. What is this? You know what? Maybe we'll get Bianca's opinion on it. We have Bianca Del Rio coming up when we come right back. Okay. Welcome back to Discretion Advised. Oh, my God. Third time's a charm. Bianca Del Rio, welcome back to the show. I didn't realize it was the third time. And usually as a host, you're supposed to say, we're so excited to have. So we're as not. an actor, oh, well, then you're a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I got in full drag for you, goddammit. That's a first time for us. Well, it no, is we... the first time. I didn't realize it was the third time that I have done it. And I've just been kind of like in my own little world because we just started the tour and last night was San Diego. So this is actually just my makeup from last night. As Beyonce Congratulations. says, I woke up like this because I passed out like this. Yes. Good morning. <laughs> Evening. Afternoon. Now, what is this show called? It's called Dead Inside, just because I like to use a vague title and Mm. then it just leaves you open to discuss it. Because, you know, I don't know if you know about touring, John, but you have to plan so far in advance and you never know what state the world is going to be in within six months. So much shit happens. So you keep it vague. So as you plot and plan six months ago, then now, of course, it changes as you go on the road because so much shit is happening. So Dead Inside is the loose, vague title where I discuss my issues of being an elderly drag queen. Now, what is your process? Like, is it name, set, look, cities? Like, how do you decide which? <laughs> well, um, well, when it comes to the drag aspect of it, you pick for me because I'm old now and I don't remember what tour from the next one because this is my sixth solo world tour. Although we've wow. only announced the first leg. So everybody goes, how is Akron just fucking world tour? There's other places that so we announce it in different legs. But, you know, people are just fucking stupid on the Internet. So this is the first leg of the world tour so it's 60 to 70 we say 70 because they're adding in a couple of extra nights in certain cities um of of you famously have three legs 
Uh, I do have three legs. That's, well, you you so quickly jumped to such information. I'm trying to discuss my process here. So anyway, talk about I your should, privates. So how rude! Uh, next thing you know, he's gonna say I'm a man. But the thing is, um, uh, I start with the routing. We start with the routing, and then of course, then they say you have to pick a title. So then I pick a title. Then I pick colors so I can remember what part of the year it was. And then you just this particular tour is neons, and then. From that, then you start the writing process, which is just basically lots of notes, lots of information, lots of random thoughts when you're watching TV. And then you seclude yourself for a week away, and then you try to make sense of all of it. And then the magic starts when the audience is there. So that's kind of the process. It's not that and exciting. You're allowed to tour even though you're on several no-fly lists. That is correct. How do you get around that? Boat? Bike? Uh uh, yeah, bike and bike uh, is usually the fastest way and the most economical, I must advise yeah. you. And it's pretty good. So that's what I do. You know, my people as Hispanics, we know how to hide undercover. I mean, <laughs> this costume, this costume, by just adding a boa, it turns into a little cactus. So it's ideal for going across rough terrain. Which shockingly was my first drag name, Rough Terrain. Uh, yeah, that's my process. That's my process. <laughs> okay, let's play a little mini game then. Dead Inside okay. or Give Me Life. Stuff oh with a, a, a current events. Miley at the Grammys. Dead Inside or Give Me Life? Oh, Give Me Life. She's the best. I, I, I don't know if I've ever told this story publicly, but she's like one of the, the real deal. This bitch called me up when I was doing my last tour, and she's like, I want it on oh, a tour before that. She calls me up. She goes, I want to come see the show. Uh, I'm going to call about tickets. I said, girl, I can get you whatever fucking tickets you want. You're Miley Cyrus. This ain't a problem. So she brought 10 people. We went. She came to the show. She bought merchandise. She came backstage. We took photos. We had a great time. As soon as the show is over, she took pictures with all these friends that were there. And she looks at me and she goes, where are we going next? And I'm like, uh, well, there's like a party on the roof. We go to the roof till 2 a.m. Still drinking. Where are we going next? At this point, she's down to like two friends at this point. Two <laughs> friends and a driver. And she goes, where are we going next? And I'm like, my house? We went to my house until four in the morning and sat back and drank tequila from my fridge because it's the only thing I had while her driver waited outside. That is the bitch. That is the fiercest fucking bitch. So yes, give me life. And she just won a Grammy. Congrats, congrats, congrats. I, I loved love her. I loved her hair too. It looked like she went to Trudy's. She got that steel yes. magnolias hair. She like did. I loved it. That brown football helmet. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. No, I do love her. She's just down to earth and fun. And you can't say that about everybody. So I, I thoroughly love her. I do enjoy her. Okay, Candy leaving Real Housewives of Atlanta. I, 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 I okay. Would you I like to address a, Candy here now? Well, no, it's not, I don't know Candy. Break your silence and, on Candy. Wait, you know it's always going to be bad when you start with, I don't know Candy. But um, uh -huh. look, I, I, I've i stopped watching when NeNe left because NeNe was the biggest shit-stirring bitch and I live for her and that Kim Zosiak and wig, wig, wig. That's how old I am. I enjoy it back in the day. I have not kept up with Candy. I know there's been she's been a shit-stirrer and I know her restaurant is dirty. And that's oh. all I got online that's all i heard was that her restaurant was dirty when didn't some other bitch call out her restaurant being dirty i went to her restaurant uh, and it wasn't was it dirty it, was, it wasn't dirty but the chicken was um it was a smothered chicken so it, uh -huh. the description was correct it was smothered in uh -huh. what in. i couldn't really tell you Ooh. um and then i called her out on it when she was on my radio show and she said you know what we've taken it off the menu we had several complaints but it was um it was almost like uh, you know those things you wear in your tits for your show like a, it was plastic color oh 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 yeah 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 why are you all in my grill you honestly you want to know about, Honestly, my, dick? So you know about my titties my, exactly it's so gross <laughs> you're acting like this is like some sex podcast what the no. fuck is wrong with you john i knew and, you when you were a music theater faggot <laughs> on standby for anybody else 
<sighs> anyway, no, I don't know much about her. I heard her restaurant was dirty. It's sad that she's leaving, but you know, they'll bring in some other bitch that's just going to be just as crazy. So, you know, kudos, kudos. All right, She'll, last one. She's got Bob money, the, though. She's got money. She's fine. She got she's money. doing she lots got of money. big things. Last one Bob the Drag Queen versus Maddie Morpus. Oh, yeah. Oh, I only saw a part of this. I mean, first, girl, girl. I mean, listen, there. <laughs> Drag is for everyone, right? That's what I'm supposed to say. Drag <laughs> is for everyone. But I think two of the ugliest bitches, and that's coming from me, are out there trying to outdiss each other. Who the fuck cares? I don't get it. So I would say it doesn't it doesn't give me life. It ain't my it ain't my cup of tea. Dead inside. It ain't my shot of vodka. Yeah, dead inside. Yeah, yeah, that's it. No, I don't care. You know what I mean? Let's be real here. They're trying to rap. Neither one of them are good rappers. I've said it here. Bob the drag queen should not be rapping. And neither should that Maddie. Oh, straight girl. Ooh, I can't. It's too much. Too many layers. Too many layers to this drag onion. I can't be bothered. No. Yeah. Now, Bob is touring with Madonna right now. Who yeah. would you like to tour with? Ooh. <laughs> I would say Miley because of endless tequila. But it, it, I don't know. Who, who, would, who is touring now? I mean, who would need me? Let's be real here. Who would need me? Countess Luann. That's who I want to tour <laughs> yeah. with. That's what I want to tour with. I want to do that cabaret act with her, honey. Mm-hmm. She sent me She sent me one of those um, spam messages that's just kind of like, hey, girl, show's coming in town. We'd love to have you there. Come and see me. It's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Unsubscribe. So, unsubscribe completely. <laughs> no, but I would love to Stop. be a part of her show. In the middle of like one of her songs just to come out and say, what the fuck are you doing? And then walk yeah. out. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Do you ever worry about your bag no. not arriving? Uh... As in luggage or cocaine? Both. Because you <laughs> okay. got you need both to do the, your show, right? Colostomy. Do. <laughs> do. My colostomy. Ooh, my bag is the shit. Um, the hard problem about having a colostomy bag is you can't find shoes to go with shit. But I, um, I, it's happened. I've lost my luggage. It was in um, uh, Wisconsin, I think it was. It was right after Drag Race, about 2014, 2015. And um, I was about to go and perform at a remodeled Pizza Hut. Uh, yes, because I will do anything. Case in point, this podcast three times but i will do anything and i was going there to wisconsin and uh there's two flights on delta going in one comes in at like 6 p.m and one comes in at like 8 p.m and at the 6 p.m flight when i arrived my luggage was not there and they said don't worry girl we got you the little fag at delta says i'll take care of it your bags will be here on the 8 p.m flight i said nothing to worry about so i went back to my hotel took a little nap and then at 8 p.m i got a call saying your bags are not on the flight and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? I've got 20 people at a remodel Pizza Hut waiting for me to do some riveting performance. I, I can't cancel. And they said, well, canceling is an option. I said, impossible. So we went to Walmart, and it was a drag race mini challenge where I got anything I could at Walmart. I got construction paper, cut out eyelashes. I bought a onesie. I bought a scarf and made a turban. And then I glued a little piece of a wig that this girl had brushed out of her wig to the front of my hair and put it on. Oh. And the saddest thing about all of it is that you no one great. knew the difference. No one knew the difference. <laughs> I looked exactly the fucking same. So. So, there you go. Lost the bag. So now I carry a few essentials on as a carry-on just in case it happens. You know, just in case. Just in case. Because you got to be prepared. Just in case. Speaking of mini challenges, are you watching this season? No. Not yet. This is the problem. I can't watch it. But first of all, I had to watch it during Pit Stop, which I was ready to kill myself because it's a lot. I forget how much it is. And what happened was when I was watching Pit Stop, because they did season, I guess it was 15, and All Stars, is that they were doing 60-minute episodes, which was enjoyable because it moved quickly. Yeah. 
because no one has ever been to a drag show and said, mm, I wish it was longer. So here it is. This went on for 60 minutes. I'm happy. All the faggots start screaming. No, we want more. We want more. We want an hour and a half like we used to. Then I had to go back and watch all of it. And I just, I, I can't sit with the sadness and the sorrow and the bullshit that they talk about on there. I don't fucking care. Do your number. Let me see your runway. Lip sync. Go home. That's the purpose of the game. I don't want you crying. I don't want you staying. So it really exhausted me with it. So I have to step away for a bit. And people were like, hour and a half is what we need. Our seasons, we did an hour. We did Untucked. You got who we were. And it all worked beautifully. So these little bitches need to learn to compress their fuckery and make it a 60-minute show. <laughs> I can't watch an hour and a half. It's too fucking long. It's too long. It's too boring. And once the music changes and they get in that makeup mirror, you know, here we go. Trauma. That's what I say. It's, uh, you know, C-U-N-T. You know what I mean? You know their C-U-N-T thing that she's always talking about? Yeah. Cunt? You're the yeah, cunt. You know, charisma, uniqueness, oh, nerve, her, her. Yeah, 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 and yeah. Trauma. trauma. That's trauma. what it is. Yes. Got it. Mm. Yes, it took a minute. Circling the airport. Sorry, nope. I almost got there. I was just mad that, spoiler <laughs> alert, a mandatory meeting went home, and I thought Rue was going to give us a mandatory meeting. This could have been an email. Sashay away. Oh, but that was good. Well, you never know. that She might come back. She might come back. I mean, you never know how this works. They always change in the game. And that's the thing about Drag Race. There are no rules. They change the rules every time. People think they know. You never know. And what's the thing they say now? It's like as soon as you're eliminated, everybody goes, oh, can't wait for her for All Stars. Like All Stars is the answer <laughs> to everything. It's like, ooh, I got cancer. Mm, all can't Stars. Can't wait for you to get on All, all Stars. stars. Yeah, King Charles, like good luck. Mm -hmm. I got hit by a bus. Mm, all Stars, yeah. We're going to find out if there is a cure for cancer right now because if King Charles has it and he doesn't get better... Like, well, well, we're going to find out. We're going to well, find out. But everybody now is saying that they need to know what kind of cancer it is. Look at him. He's sick. You seen those yeah. fingers? His fingers. Have you seen those sausage fingers? Since you're sausage all about dicks, John, dish. have you seen how big they are? Don't I've talk seen, about John's fingers. I've, I've salivated over those sausagey, beefy fingers. That's like a juicy, great Vienna sausage. Beef Frank. Mm. Yeah, a beef Frank. <laughs> beef Frank. Gross. <laughs> Uh, since this is all about Tori, let me ask you: What city or country has the hottest men? You're you're you like men, right? You're, yeah. Uh, don't you should assume. be a lesbian. Don't assume. Don't assume. Which city has the hottest people? Uh, oh, it varies because the people that come, what like people that come to my show, or the actual city. Like if like you're who do you like scrolling ah. on Task Rabbit trying to find some man. <laughs> <laughs> to come build a shelf. Um, that's why the lesbian comes in. I would say, well, it's definitely not the UK. You know, I love the UK, but they're not pretty. Uh, I would say, I don't know, because like Australia, you like the accent. But then Brazil, they don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Probably Brazil, because it's easiest. It's easiest in Brazil. They don't know what I'm saying. They don't know what I'm doing. I went to Hong Kong. They thought I was Hello Kitty. So look, it's just what it is. I just, I'm happy if they buy a ticket and show up. So they're all beautiful to me. I'll rephrase that. You'll fix it in post. Yeah, I love who, all of them. Who has the wildest fans? Meaning? Which country? Like they go balls oh, out. Obsessive. Like, oh, obsessive. Oh, Brazil. Brazil is wild. Brazil, it's like they almost think you're special. It's kind of wild. Like they're like, we say, we can't say crazy because that would be problematic. So we say passionate, passionate say individuals. Well, you know, you say crazy fans. They're not like crazy, but they're just very passionate about meeting you and seeing you and finding out where you're staying at what hotel and waiting outside. They, they love all that. Who enthusiasm. has the best enthusiasm? Yeah, th Who has thank the best you, John. 
He's good. He's good for lots of things. Yeah. Who has the best local talent? Like, you know, a lot of the local girls come out and do their things. Oh. Who, which country has the best local talent? Well, it wasn't so much local talent, but it was when I went to, uh, I wasn't performing there, but I got to visit, uh, uh, where the hell did we go, Jamie? Um, when we were in Australia, we left Australia and we went, New Zealand. where the fuck were we? The vacation. Oh, Bali. 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 We went to Bali, yes. And Bali was so much fun. These bitches are doing shit that girls in America dreamed of. I mean, they're like flipping on a pole, pulling balls out their pussy. I mean, that. That's fucking talent. That's the entertainment you want to see, my friend. So it was exciting. But I wasn't performing there, but I was in Australia, and it was close, so I went on a little vacation. Um, Jinx is hosting the Queerties this year. We have Cameron yeah. from the Queerties coming up next. And Jinx said this. She said, the job of a host is to keep everyone invested in the awards. I might yeah. do it differently than Bianca, but I'm pretty confident of my abilities. Now, my follow-up question is, what do you attribute the staying power and success of all the Rue girls from the early years? Like Latrice, Jinx, you. What keeps you guys, like, everybody just wants y'all. Well, first and foremost, I often say glad I did it when I did it. But remember now, those early seasons, I say four, five, and six, that Sharon year, uh, the Jinx year, was when things started picking up. It was before they won Emmys. Uh, once they won Emmys, it started to turn into like every other franchise and every other version. But all eyes were on us at that moment. I mean, it was the only franchise. It was about every year. So there was space in between the seasons. So globally, even people that were in the UK that couldn't get it or people that were in Brazil that were downloading it secretly all eyes were on us and we could travel and go anywhere at that time which was like an amazing opportunity slash platform and now you know as far as like the UK is concerned they've got their own girls Australia has their own girls so if we can't make it or they don't want to pay us they've got their own bitches to pick from so it's just a little I don't want to say oversaturated but I'm going to say oversaturated it's not a bad thing there's just drag queens falling out of fucking trees at this point so true. everywhere you go is what it is but to be fair, people like Latrice, people like Jinx, people like we all have an act. We all have something to offer, you know? And there's something to be said about people that are live performers as far as communicating and talking and singing and theater or whatever you're doing, as opposed to a lip sync bar show, which is great, but it's different levels of what you're going to do, you know? So I don't know if the demand is really there for that, you know? I mean, Jinx has done Broadway, for Christ's sake, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of amazing that they do that. But also that we've been hustling. It's now 10 years for me, which is insane to think about. 10 years ago, Manali, I borrowed money from you to go to Drag Race. You know what? I was I was thinking we have now been friends for, I think, 17 years, I calculated. Oh, oh God, so if we would have met and had that baby that we planned to, it would have been driving at this point. It would have been going wait, to college. Wait, wait, what makes you think I didn't have that baby? Jamie, I knew it. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Yes, yes, he got your hair. Uh, Yes. No, um, yeah, it's crazy to think about 10 whole years ago it was Drag Race. So it's pretty pretty wild. And I think uh, to maybe answer your question, it's just that we've stayed consistently working, you know? And and Jinx got this amazing resurgence after doing the all-winter season, which is like, kudos to you, bitch. Good for you. How amazing that she's getting to do all this shit, you know? And the queerness is fun. Maybe you'll be asked to do the next winter season. Fingers crossed. I was asked for the first one. I just I said know, no, bitch. bitch. <laughs> You're not Bob. They asked you. <laughs> oh, I'm not Bob because I'm moisturized. Yeah. All right. All right. It is game time. It is game All right, game, time. Game, game, game. It's going to be me against you, little puss puss. Let's We're, do it. John is going to host a show all about touring. 
Okay. All right, I'm gonna ask you some questions. All right, you both are gonna give an answer, and I will. Cameron, we'll just Cameron walk is through. Very serious today. Thank he you. Hates really he hates us always. I can he tell he hates. hates. Us. Look at him, just sitting there flicking his bean, looking at my face. <laughs> I can see him right now. <laughs> Just tickling it. Just uh, it's a little, 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 little. okay. Flick, flicking their bean. All right. Flicking, so oh, flicking their bean. Which of the following items is not included in Britney Spears' alleged writer from a 2011 concert in London? A. One unopened pack of Marlboro Lights. B. McDonald's cheeseburgers without the buns. C. A hundred figs and prunes. D. A framed picture of Princess Diana. Okay. Which is not. Mm-hmm. The, the one burgers that's not. with no buns. I would say the picture of Princess Diana. What do you say, Mark? The buns? burger with no buns. No, neither. You got it right. It's an unopened pack of Marlboro Lights. It's oh, not on her even... list. She wants a picture of Princess Diana. What a fucking and weirdo. And burgers with no. Okay. What a right, fucking Brittany. weirdo. But we knew Lee. that already. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, girl. Sorry, Let's... we got that. We're both dumb. Next. Zero, zero <laughs> hold a hole. Number two. <laughs> Who holds the record for the highest-grossing world tour by a male artist? Harry Styles, Elton John, Ed Sheeran, or Justin Bieber? If this is Harry Styles, fuck you, Cameron, for putting it in there, because you know I hate him. Um, Elton John. So this is of all time? Yep. Of their career? Oh, I'd have to say Elton. I mean, he's the oldest, right? You're both yeah. right. Yes, of course. Old fags unite. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket man. Yeah, all girl. Right. Turn the uh, party still standing. <laughs> for Taylor uh, Swift. The Eras Tour with Taylor Swift. How long is You lost me. Show? You lost yep. me. Uh, bad Celine, connection. Justice bad for connection. Celine. Justice for bad Celine. Connection. <laughs> okay. What? How long is an average show of the Eras Tour? Two. Long. Two what? Oh, too long. <laughs> uh, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, uh, three hours. Okay, so we're talking about the actual show. Like yeah. her her show. The Eras Tour. Okay, well, I did not watch it, girl. But so I'm going to say, because Mark said three, I'm going to say three and a half. Uh, you, Bianca gets this, three hours and 15 minutes. What? Yeah. Hello, he, she, she went over. Come on, Price is right. Whatever, no, it's 15 three, it's minutes. Three hours and, oh, you said 3.30. Yeah, you're right. Mark, that. recount, okay. wait, recount, wait, adore is the one. Math, is the math different in London? You dumb it fuck. Is. Yeah, just let it be. All right. Uh, Mark it's has three hours point. too long. That's all I'm saying. Three hours. Let the Swifties Loop. come get me. All right. These are uh, talking it's about an, an, an era. Dancing Tours. around with bad leotards. Yeah, <laughs> Tours of the 2000s. Where they call the it following? dancing. Not really dancing. Just moving around. White lady movement. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, which of the following tours made the most money? Madonna, Sticky and Sweet Tour, Celine Dion, Taking Chances, Cher, Living Proof, The Farewell Tour. What do you think? Oh, Cher. Madonna. I'm thinking of ticket prices, so I'm going to say Madonna. She likes to make you wait and order that. So, Mark, what's your answer? I'm going to say Cher. And Bianca says Madonna. Uh, it is Madonna. Yeah. 411 million. And she holds a record for making, you know, tons of money all the time. On yeah. John famously loved her tour. Oh, did you I enjoy it? it? I did not get to see it. Did you see it in New it? York or London? I Where'd you see it? it. I loved you it. Weren't don't wait. don't lie here. Not here, not now. We both wait. fucking hated it. And wait I spent most of the time in the bathroom. Wait a minute. Just to get out of the room. What was it? Because I've seen clips of it. And my issue is with the song list. There's so many songs, because I'm an old faggot, that I love that I didn't see on the list. That's why I'm kind of like, mm. I'm trying. But to you're going to sing I'm, I'm Survive. Oh. Uh, right. I'm trying to be positive. I did not enjoy it at all. <gasps> <laughs> okay, now are you a Madonna fan? That's the question. Yeah. Who isn't? 
Okay, yeah. well, no, I ask that because some people have, th- like, there's certain people that I hate that I'm just like, I can't be bothered with or I'm not interested in. But there's certain people that are like the soundtrack of my life. Madonna's right. one of those people. Exactly. That there's so many. So, actually, you know what I love? And this is, like, something that people don't realize. I love all of Madonna's ballads, you know? Like, all, there's so yes. many great ballads that I thoroughly enjoy. Like, the other stuff, as a true fan, I can go, ooh, I love this album, but I don't like this, this, and this. But the problem with the new fans nowadays about Beyonce and Taylor Swift is you can't can't dislike anything. Everything is gold. Everything is magical. And you go, no, I like track one, mm-hmm. track seven, whatever, but I don't like all of it. Like Ray of Light. I love Ray of Light, but I hate the song Ray of Light. I like the album, but I hate that particular song. See? That's a real fan. So it gets tricky. It gets tricky when you get to some of these other, you know, albums that she's performing or songs that she's performing where I'm like, oh, I like, the, I wish she would have done that one or I wish she would have done that one, you know? But that's it. That's what happens. Agree. And the yeah. skits, the skits in between the songs oh. are the worst part. Okay, oh, yeah. let's keep going. Okay, I keep going. Which that. artist is credited, credited with having the most successful debut tour by any recording artist? Spice Girls, J-Lo, Gaga, or Janet? Oh. Okay, we know my I have to say Janet. Janet. I ha- I think I think it's probably the Spice Girls, but I'm gonna say Janet because I'm true and true. Mm. Wait, so it's the debut tour? Successful debut tour by any recording artist. Ah, <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna say Spice Girls, and it's not because I don't love Janet. I'm just thinking of America, all the gays were excited about Spice Girls here and in the UK. You know, like Kylie's a weird one. Like Kylie's loved over there, but Kylie's not that big here, so I wouldn't have picked her, but Spice Girls did make an impact. Every faggot wanted to be a Spice Girl, so I'm gonna say Spice Girls. Bitch, it is J- uh, uh, Janet. It is. What? Yes. Good for Janet. Good Don't sleep on Jay. What tour? Well, I didn't know. I haven't seen a tour in forever. What tour was it? Rhythm Nation. Oh, oh, that's the height of Janet. Though. Over Rhythm 2 Nation. million people Good. in attendance Ooh. throughout the tour. All right, last for question her. for, for Janet. Good for Janet. She's done so many good things. That tour, fucking that man for that baby and getting that money. like that. And is- meeting me this year. Yeah. Her life is on the up and up. She's on the up and up. Yeah, she might be the new housewife. Yes. Get Janet in there. I don't like that bitch. That bitch makes me mad. (laughs) Janet Jackson impersonation. I think she's an asshole. Okay, go ahead. What a hoe. How many many dates are currently listed on thebiancadelrio.com for the Dead Inside Tour? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. 35. No, bitch. It's, I think, 60. Or it might be a little more than six. Well, they are. Well, actually, this week, more is being announced. So I would say between 60 and 70. Final answer, Mark? 55. Mark, it's the point. It's 60. Oh, yeah, it's 60 that are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, honey, let me well, tell you about, let me tell you how tours work, honey. Remember what happened to her? She's dead now. I uh, know. Uh, Inside we and outside. We knew this one fag who told me that in New York many, many years ago. Let and me now, tell you how a New York City works, Let honey. me tell you how it works. And I was in the middle of an intersection uptown trying to find an apartment. And this fag called me on my flip phone to say, let me tell you how New York works. And guess what? She's now dead. Because um, you pushed her into that intersection. Yeah. Mm, um... <laughs> Yeah, but uh, we've added more dates, so technically we're both correct, John, okay? Because when we film this and when it's airing, more dates are announced, you bitch. Mark's right. Yeah. uh (laughs) Mark wins. Mark wins. You know what? John, John, I don't like you today, and I didn't like you in hairspray. There you go. Mark wins. There you go. No one likes you on stage, bitch. 
fucking asshole. Uh, that's okay, my queen. You You're still will reign over me always and forever. Where can people find this tour, follow you, and go see you? In a casket. Well, Everything, <laughs> everything. Where's the we're, casket tour? No, you know what? We've thought about that. I think that I've told Jamie, my longtime assistant, that when when I'm ready to go out, that he can push me out on the road one more time, and it's called What's Left of Del Rio. And just prop me up, prop me up, the make a hologram. The pay for the funeral tour. The pay for the funeral that, tour. Go fund me. That'd be great. Um, uh, you can find everything at thebiancadelrio.com. As I said, new dates, additional dates have been announced for the USA and Canada leg. And then within the next few weeks, we'll be announcing... UK, Australia, Asia, and, and where else do, am I going, Jamie Lynn? And I'm South gonna, America. We can't make it in South America, yes. Okay, I'm coming and with South you to Africa. Asia this year. And South Africa. Oh, yeah, Asia's fun. Oh, we, we never even, I never even told people that, that our series, Global Entry, was because when I went to your tour oh, yeah. in Australia, South, Africa, I, South Africa, I fucking loved it so much that we started a whole series because of that. So you are the ah. inspiration from porn of all of 2024. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that's a big man hand. Talk about fucking King Charles. Uh, yes, uh, but all stuff you could find is at thebiancadorio.com. So all the dates will be additionally added within the next coming weeks. So come okay. and see me. And I'll see you in New York. Are you staying in London, John? Or I'll be here till Thursday. Oh, and then you're coming back. All right, well, I'll see you in America. All right, stick around. When we come back, I'll be giving <laughs> sex advice from a porn director on how to shoot on the road. So, Bianca, stay tuned. You're going to need to learn how to do your OnlyFans from the road this year. Oh, we'll be cash. right back. Good. OnlyFags. Yeah, I want to do it. Yeah, sign me up. Sign me up. <laughs> Cameron doesn't look impressed. God damn, Cameron. I know. He, Girl. He hate, we she know that does. season three, and he's hated us since the first. Cameron, what, do they hurt you when I'm not around, Cameron? Yes. Ask him to blink twice. Welcome back to Discretion Advised. Woo, what an episode. I am freezing through this sheer and body hugging skin suit. It's <laughs> uh, the first time anybody worn this. Oh my God, I love being touched. Uh, Mark, we've had an insane episode, but something I really want to start doing with you, if you would be so kind. I will. A lot of our viewers want to know. We cover a lot of topics on this show, but since you are a porn director, we want to hear your specific worldview. I want uh, you to give us, let's start a segment. Sex advice from a porn director, okay? I know you have some notes, we've already discussed this, but we're debuting this new segment. Everything you've ever wanted to know straight from the horse is mouth. Mark McNamara, sex advice from a porn director, hit me with it, what do you got? Okay, so to stay in theme with our tour de prance, this advice is specific for content creators who are out there traveling. I know in January we went to the Gabians and everyone was like there traveling and having sex and OnlyFans, so your fans. So meaning like not just OnlyFans and just for fans and whatever porn, but like, yeah. you know, maybe you're, you know, a 22 year old college vlogger as well. Exactly. And you're looking to have sex for a <laughs> <our> side hustle. <laughs> Okay. Well, I don't know how much of vlogging makes. Maybe yeah. it makes a lot of money. But if not, if you need to go into the sex world, here's some advice. So I have three tips. Just one, but three tips to give to you. Okay, my first one is be anti-cookie cutter. Don't just like kiss and then oral and then anal. Like real sex is so much better when you're like kept on your toes and you're passionate Literally. about it and you go back and forth on your tippy toes like monica said from friends you have to take your time and mix it up give me a a one two a one two three a three five a four three 
246, Monica's a 246, 247, 57, 67, 7, 7, 7. Don't remember when she did that? Oh, now I know. But that's the point of like mixing yeah. it up. Like go from <laughs> erogenous zone to erogenous zone. Don't just do boop, boop, boop. Like keep your audience like, it keeps the passion that way. So it doesn't look like you're doing sex by numbers. Be creative. If you're a content creator, tool. Know, Use the, put the creative uh, Creator. Yeah. That's a name. Um, creator. So what are some, like, so say you go into a Motel 6, you don't have a lot of options. You've got a Bible in the dresser. You have a bathtub that doesn't work. You have a broken bed. You have a phone book and a landline. You go into a Radisson, a Sheridan, a HomeAway, Homewood Suites. You know what I mean? It's not that creatively inspiring. What are some go-to things that could maybe trigger the creativity? Smoke a joint? No. But lean into what it is. Mm. If it is a Motel 6, if it yeah. is a Homewood Suites, that's where maybe like a lot of affairs could happen. So yes. lean into that fantasy of like yes. highway hookups. Yeah. Lean into whatever location you're at. You don't go to the beach and put on prom dresses and fuck. Like you go to the beach and you put on like, well, you do. You put on like a Speedo. <laughs> go dress to the location that you have and make that work. And that leads me into like the second one, mm. the second tip is that. If it feels, it's not so important. It's great if it feels good for you as partners, but it's more important how it looks. So always give space for the camera. Don't just, you don't go to Willy Wonka and not look at the candies, honey. So show me the candies, show me the goodies. Like that's the most important thing. A lot of performers go in and they have sex on camera. Mm. And it's important that you're performing on camera. So that means like sheet out to the camera. We want to see the dick going in, going out because it's this is someone's fantasy. So they don't want it's a show don't tell moment. Don't tell me that you're fucking him with your oohs and your ahs. Show me that you're fucking him with your show don't tell. Show don't tell. And then show my last tell. one is blind people watch porn too or listen to porn too. So walk me through how it feels. Walk mm. me through how it tastes, how it smells, how it looks, how it feels. Pretending we're closing our eyes and watching this. So really describe everything that's happening. And that helps like people get into the fantasy with you if you're telling them, oh my God, John, your balls smell like avocado bites from the cheesecake factory. Yeah, that would take me out. Well, it will put me right back in. Like, tell me, tell me exactly how how it tastes. Oh my God, John! Avocado balls. Well, avocado egg rolls. I'm sorry. Tex-Mex egg rolls. Tex-Mex egg rolls. Yeah, like my balls do smell like the pumpernickel bread basket from Cheesecake Factory, not the sourdough. Oh my God! If there's one nickel I like, it's a pumpernickel. Yeah, it's. Um, do you pre-cum a lot? Uh, it depends. Right now. No, yeah, all the way. Just you just saying the the phrase pumpernickel. Pumpernickel has me leaking like. Um, Niagara Falls. Pumpernickel, I barely know her. Uh, um, yeah, but like, tell me how that mm -hmm. tastes, the sweetness of I it. I love hearing it. it. I love the verbal Be verbal, tell aspects. me how it tastes, how it smells, how it looks, how it feels. Okay. These are good tips. Yeah, so that way, you, you're, you're giving a fantasy. Like, who, who said that? Who's that famous photographer who just said, Andy if Leibowitz. you want reality, go ride a bus. This is a fantasy. Give me a fantasy. So it's sex plus. It's heightened sex. Devil's advocate, what if you, what if you're, the content you're creating is just like fly on the wall, experiential, you're not a part of it, you're watching two people fucking they don't know. 
then that's you're you're giving voyeur content, and that's mm. fine. Voyeur content is something that people really like to do. It's like that whole hidden cam. Sneaky. We're watching it. We're sneaking it in there, but. A lot of people do that with their fan content. It's, it's lazy. It's a lot of. It's not lazy. It's just it's it's to a different market. They're doing great. They're doing the God's work. They're omniscient, honey. Mm. But if you want to mix it up and you want to bring people in there and like really have them feel it with you, give them the go. Yeah. Don't do cookie cutter. Mix it up. Uh, remember, it's not so much how it feels. It's great if it feels great, but like show me, show don't tell, and remember. Give me all the senses. Tell me all about it. And that's what we have next. I mean, that's what we have here. Wow, now. those are great <laughs> tips. Thank you for that. When I do, I'm gonna, I would, if I were making some content today at the, later. at the Motel 6, I Yo would tell. do like a divorced dad's um, watching their kids by the pool and be like, you know what, I gotta take a break, kids. And the dads just go to the, the La Quinta, they do a round of karaoke and sing some Creed. They do a couple of shots, one virgin pina colada, and they're like, let's just like kick it in my room while the kids are playing in the pool and being annoying. And they go back to the room, they thumb through the phone book, they read some stuff, they look at the Bible, they read the good news, they turn on the TV, they watch some 700 Club, and they just like go to town. You see how you told me about that? You yeah. told me everything. And now what I want you to do mm. is drop your kids off at my pool. <laughs> All over this pool. <laughs> All over this pool. All right, we'll be right back with Cameron from the Queer Tees. So tune in. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. The 12th annual Queer Tees, the celebration of entertainment and pop culture moments that define the past year in the LGBTQ plus community. And I guess John sending me his dick pic on air was not the cultural reset that I thought it was because once again, <laughs> we were snubbed. But welcome <laughs> entertainment editor Cameron Sheets. Hi, Cameron. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'll say it. Streets are saying that you guys are the Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig of the queerties. <laughs> I, it's like... <laughs> Women supporting Barbie. women. That's exactly. About. <laughs> it's tough. Icons. Wait, Cameron, can I ask you, are you responsible for uh, the very nice, highest honor of my life being, being written up on the <laughs> site about my exposed breasts? You know, that one was not me. I can't take credit. But I, I will say I saw that go up and I was like, yeah, yeah, we need to get those on the front page of Queerty. Absolutely. Those nice breasts that you speak of. So I'm glad wow. it happened. Thank you. It was literally, I've been a part of two Tony winning best musicals, uh, Tony winners. I've had a lot of accolades, but being on the Queerty Instagram, was, <laughs> I can die happy. Wow. I'm going to put that on my tombstone. Just a, a shot of... Yeah, yeah. Most people do. <laughs> Well, then fine. They got Ken, but they didn't get Barbie. <laughs> Maybe next year. Maybe That's next true. year. Just, Maybe next you never year. know. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of love to go around. We can, we can still make it happen. And Jinx is hosting. You had Bianca uh, last year. Who do you like better? Oh, man. <laughs> wow, what a great question. You know, I think that no matter what I say, one of them would have something really lovely to shoot back at me. Um, you know, the good Bianca thing is Bianca was... can read, but she can't read. So she will never see it. <laughs> Bianca last year was hysterical, like exactly what you would hope. It was like, are we at the Queerties or are we at a roast? Like everybody in the audience got it. I got a little bit of it. You know, I think she described herself as rotted and that was like the vibe of the ceremony in a, you know, non-derogatory way. We love, we love that kind of rotted. Jinx yeah, is, rotted. yeah, of course. Jinx is going to bring a different kind of rotted. <laughs> 
in a like witchy sort of way. You know what I mean? Jinx is Jinx. I, I'm so so excited to have her. It's like when when we found out that she was on board. I think we all just as a team kind of had a little meltdown because like you know Broadway legend, queen of all queens, talent. You know, Judy Garland, impersonator extraordinaire. We're like so, so ready to see what she's going to bring to the show. And she might fall asleep at the drop of a hat. She might just pass out <laughs> right in the middle of a monologue. If a joke, yeah. that's the most brilliant thing for a performer. If your joke is failing, just act like you're narcoleptic and fall asleep, pass out. Her mind, her mind. Yeah, I mean, that's right. We'll all be kept on our toes by that. You never know. We got to have like a pillow ready at all times just to throw underneath her. Yeah, you don't want to hurt that. You don't want to hurt that, that head. How many categories do you have at the Queerties? So this year there are twenty five categories total. Um, lots of opportunities to you know stand, be snubbed, your faves. What's that? Okay, a lot of opportunities to be snubbed, and, and that too. Yeah, I do have a true. question though. In in the category of feud, you guys nominated Perez Hilton for Neil Patrick Harris. What did I miss? What happened there? Ooh. I missed that. That's, oh my gosh, yeah. So the the feud category is a new one, a special one this year that's a lot of fun because like, you know, you look at these and and the idea is we're celebrating the last year in pop culture, but this is a fun one-off just to add some spice to the proceedings. This is just meant to be like of all time, basically. So we've got a really fun mix. Um, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris and and Perez Hilton is, is a particularly juicy one dating back to like the, you know, the like, blogger days press's blogger days some words were said on that site as they often were that um that neil i know was not thrilled with and and those two kind of threw it down i i wish i had like the play-by-play for you but like that is a juicy one and it's very exciting to have that in there but then we've also got like you know miss piggy and joan rivers kind of my personal fave of that group if i if i can throw my hat in the ring i'm thrilled about that one Someone asked me recently, like, what celebrity death are you still not over? And, like, mine were Joan Rivers, Michael Jackson, and for some reason, JFK Jr. Like, I miss Joan so much, so I'm yeah. glad I'm glad you're keeping her on or alive and nominated her <laughs> with Miss Piggy. <laughs> yeah, I, J- Piggy's kind of carrying the torch for her a little bit, but, like, J- nobody could read, like, Joan, you know? I, I, like, there's sometimes someone does something in the public sphere, just in general, that I'm just, like, if only Joan were here to, like, let them have it, you know? Cameron, right. one interesting question is, I, listen, I moved recently, and my mailboxes are admittedly <laughs> confusing. Yeah, where is that invite, and what happened? I'm sure that I was VIP seating, and I had a personal <laughs> handler, and the gifting suite, I had all of it, but just, you know. Right, right, right. Sure that you know yeah, that's something. funny. Uh, I would imagine... You know, there's probably an 85-year-old woman that lives in your old apartment that's going to show up tonight in your place. And you know what? Just, like, let her have her moment. I feel like, you know, you can come next year, but I I think this is her moment. That's fine. (laughs) Next year when we're nominated. (laughs) Now, wait. You are an entertainment editor, so you have to watch a lot of, like, entertainment. (laughs) Have you ever walked out of a show or a movie? Oh, my gosh. Have I? You know, I... Don't think I've ever walked out of a movie. I mean, God knows those ticket prices. I'm like, <laughs> I paid to be here. I might as well like enjoy the air conditioning for a little bit longer. Movies <laughs> are one thing. I mean, TV shows, it's sort of different. I've given up on plenty of TV shows a couple couple episodes in. Um, <laughs> I could name names. Um, there's a certain... Do it. Name me three. There's a certain 
horror story from an American auteur work. <laughs> and those seasons... They seem to fizzle out. Yeah, those seasons sort of tend to teeter off uh, maybe two, three episodes in, so... It's kind of like sex with me. It will start great, and then you're just like, all right, where's this going? <laughs> yeah, I don't have a lot of uh, faith. But what would you recommend? Like, what are the things that you loved that are nominated? What are the things you're, you're excited oh, about giving awards to? That's such a good question. I mean, movie-wise, like, I've always been a comedy guy. Like, that's my, like, first love. So last year... I mean, obviously, Barbie is, like, a huge, amazing example. But, in, like, in terms of, like, laugh per second, laugh per scene ratio, I, I honestly think, like, nothing was funnier than Bottoms last year. I think that, like, Rachel Sennett yeah. and Io Edebiri, as we've seen, those two are, like, major, major, major stars in the making. And it's just so cool to be, like, you know, you see this and it's, like, this is the moment. Like, this is them exploding. I just thought that that was so, so funny. So, you know, I don't want to sway any votes, but I could tell you that... <laughs> I know where I'm voting for that category. It's funny, Cameron, you mentioned Barbie, and I feel like now we should take the opportunity to announce that Discretion Advice has partnered with Mattel for our very own Barbie. Will you throw me that? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, here, just hand it to me. Yeah, we'll just unveil it right now. Isn't that what? so cute? <laughs> well, uh, it looks just like look, you. A reveal. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Mattel. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually it's a game. Also, you're supposed to be able to you're supposed to guess which one is it. Mark is it John? And then you play with it at home and that's so see cool. For you can it's also do a little like, tug of war. Yeah, <laughs> grab that side. It, oh, oh right. It's yeah, also, and, you can, and then whoever wins gets, to gets the that. foreskin. Whoa. Not only are we podcasts, but we're doctors. <laughs> one funny thing too is this. This is also our opportunity to tell you at the Queer Tees that this is actually the Statuette Award Show. So um, say whoever wins, Margot Robbie, whomever, they say, oh my god, thank you, it came true. That's so great, too. Tonight, it, it looks good on a shelf, but it's also, you know, practical, too. So I, I love that. That's brilliant. That's right. <laughs> so are you guys... smell great. Do you two have a deal with Mattel to bring this to, to the big screen then? Like, who's directing wide, the... Wide release. Wide yeah. release. No, totally. It's, it's <laughs> literally a pipe dream. <laughs> Huge audience. A gaping Huge wide audience. Um, wow. Uh, Before you go, can I ask you one more question? As an oh, entertainment please. editor, where do you get your news from? Because we get our news Ooh. from you. Where do you get yours from? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, it's funny. I, I think, like... Twitter, X has just become this weird, even more of a cesspool than it already was. And there's there's nothing more fun to me than to like log on in the morning on X and just see the most nuts gay people I've ever met, like just tweeting about something and then trying to like secondhand piece where, where that came from. Like, what are we talking about? What are we mad about today? And then like tracing the steps back. I love I love following that lead. But I mean, truly, I I'm I feel like I'm quite the omnivore in terms of like where I get my entertainment news. Like I, I'm reading it all. I've always loved I've always loved Vulture. I think that they have like really really funny takes on on just the news of the day. Um, and there's so many great you know queer focused outlets out there. Uh, queer to being chief among them, of course. But yeah, there's there's a lot of great gays getting the news out there for us. So I just follow as many people as I can. Thanks for bringing us the great news. Uh, 
that we follow every day from Queer Tea. And break a leg tonight. We got to wrap it up and send you on your way. We know you have fittings. You have a oh. dress. You might, you're choosing between ball gowns. Um, have fun. And watch out for that Jinx. She is a I... snitch and a snake. No, we love Jinx. I love you, <laughs> We Jinx. love her. Thank you guys so Cameron, much. I'm people, so excited. Where can people find you and follow you? I am on x and instagram at cameron cheats and of course you can follow all things queerty on tiktok instagram ev everywhere threads all over the place at queerty so that's pretty easy that's such awesome. a big win thank, thank you. you so much yeah cameron. big big win <laughs> thanks yeah. guys and that's it john thank you guys so much make sure to follow us at discad pod on all the social socials that's d-i-s-c-a-d-p-o-d Watch the show on YouTube or wherever podcasts are found and sign up for the newsletter at discatpod.com. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.